Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to the Violet Sanctuary Spa, your online holistic spa radio show that inspires, informs, and empowers you to live a wonderful holistic life, which gets better each day. Join Tia as she will help you on your journey. She'll love to hear from you. Call in at 619-996-1641. International callers, just press the Skype button. And now your host, creator of the Violet Sanctuary Spa, certified gateway dreaming coach, angel therapy practitioner, and certified crystal healer, Tia Johnson. Yay, it's Friday. Woo, throw confetti in the air. Again, Friday is one of my favorite days of the week. Saturday is my absolute favorite. And I love being on the show because I get to give you loads of information that you can use over and over again. And so, again, the call-in number is 619-996-1641. If you want to talk to the host, that would be me. You can press 1, and I receive a little notification, and I will get to you. So today's topic, um, I thought it was really interesting because it's it reminded me of going back to the basics, basics because we get so caught up in our lives and what we have to do, what we haven't done, you know, some future event that we forget the daily sacred spiritual practices that we can do just to uh, maintain that level of spirituality that we need in our lives in order to be as productive as we uh, need to be. So before I to the topic, of course, a few housekeeping things. Um, uh, also, uh, for my Facebook page, I post daily oracle uh, readings, and today I did a video oracle reading. I just used my iPad, and so it was really cool. So if you're interested in receiving daily oracle uh, messages, I use various decks, uh and I, I recently have um, um, Sandra Ann Teller's uh, Oracle deck, and it's really beautiful, just vivid, and I love it. So if you're looking to receive daily Oracle messages, uh, you can follow me on Facebook. My Facebook is uh, facebook.com forward slash The Violet Sanctuary Spa. And it's a lovely community there, and, and I just love posting those Oracle cards. It's loads of fun. Um, I have two book signing events coming up this month. I will be at uh, the Fairmount, or actually it's been moved because of weather conditions. So I'll be at the Enterprise Center for the Philly Book Festival. That's going to be cool. I'll be there signing books, talking to you, getting to know you. That's going to be a lot of fun. And that's next Saturday, um, the 14th from, uh, I believe, 2. I had to double-check the time. I wrote it down, but I don't have it here in my notes. But I will be sending out newsletters um, to remind you, and I will be posting on Facebook, and uh, so you can get the information that way. But again, I hope to see you, and that would be in Philadelphia, so hopefully I will see you there. Um, that is in University Cities on 34th, and I'm trying to remember exactly where. But, <laughs> yeah, I will be posting that information up soon. Oh, actually, it's on my website, too, so you go to valleysanctuaryspot.com, you'll be able to see it there. And on the 21st, I'll be at the University of Pennsylvania Bookstore signing books as well, and that's at 3 p.m. Um, so you can come, if you can't make it to the Philly Book Festival, you can come to see me at the UPenn Bookstore. So that would be really cool. And also I have to give a, a shout-out to Iris Alliston. She created a wonderful video uh, of my, my business, and I just really loved it. She was so creative and and doing this, and she's with iSocial Mobile. So if you're interested in, um, in in having a video created about your business, and not only just created, but it looks very beautiful. I mean, she did an excellent job. So if you would like to have a video done that does the highlights of your, um, that reflects the highlights of your business, then you definitely want to get in touch with her. Um, Next, my website. I am in the process of updating my website. Uh, there's been an issue with the webinars, the past webinars being downloaded. So I'm trying to figure out how to correct that. 
So um, I'm working on that. So just hold tight. People have emailed me. I can't download your webinars. <laughs> I'm working on it. I'm trying to figure out how to rearrange certain uh, links so that way you can download it and listen to it as often as you please so that way you can uh, be able to uh, take notes, you know, share it, however you see fit. Also, I'm going to be redoing the quizzes on my webpage. They're not interactive. I know. I've been getting emails about that as well. So I'm going to make the quizzes more interactive. So basically you're going to see more interaction, more interactive um, uh, capabilities on the website, okay? So this hang tight is on its way. No worries. So uh, sacred uh, practices for spiritual living, you know, on, on a daily basis. What does that mean? Well, it's, it's really just incorporating simple things that you can do each and every day, throughout the day, um, whenever you feel like it. So, for example, we could take a deep breath. Bam, that was just one of them. <laughs> so that was a simple daily practice that also also incorporates spirituality because what you're doing is, well, the societal, why, yes, you are inhaling and exhaling. That's what we have to do in order to live. But when you do this consciously, you're literally just breathing in new, releasing old. It's, it's that polarity, you know, old, new. Um, you know, hot, cold, that's exactly what we're doing here. So I have a list here. <laughs> of course, I'm always having lists. And I want to start off with the elements. So um, a way to increase your spirituality daily is, of course, to have some form of the elements involved in your daily lifestyle. We are surrounded by the elements anyway. We breathe in air. We walk on the ground. We experience heat, the sun. Um, we wash water, you know, spirit. So this is just like, you know, the cartoon Captain Planet. <laughs> we have all the elements around us, right? And all we have to do really is just embrace them on a conscious level to increase our spirituality. So if we were to start with water. Just for a moment, think about what water means to you. What comes to mind? I always think about a nice hot shower or um, the, the whirlpool at my gym. You know, it's a process of how do you want to think about these elements. So if water to you means, oh, my God, I fell in a pool and I drowned, then you have to readjust how you think. Otherwise, you won't be able to benefit from interacting with water. So a daily practice you could use would be while you're washing your hands, you can you can say, Spirit, I hereby wash away the negativity in my life. You know, you're cleansing your hands of this situation. Um, while you're taking a shower, you can just say, Spirit, I hereby release any um, residual uh, or, or, excuse me, uh, spiritual residue, you know, there in my life. Spirit, help me to detox, things like that. So you want to just consciously think about how water can heal you because water is a great healer. You know, just think about uh, all the ways we use water on a daily basis. We use it. We need it to survive. We have to have water. Um, and even during the full moon, the full moon is associated with water. We get higher tides. Um, we get more emotional. It's just water is just so important and it's everywhere. So, Really think about how your relationship is with with the elements. What I like to do is I like to have different drinks throughout the day. So uh, what I do is I have a a, a 32 ounce water jug, or it's a it's a bottle, but I just fill it with water. And I like to drink ice cold water throughout the day. In the morning time, I'm drinking water. Uh, in the afternoon, I'm drinking more coffee, just black, and at night, I'm drinking water again as a way to help me relax, be prepared for dreaming. That's my morning, noon, and night drink. So 
So think about how you can incorporate more water throughout your day. Maybe you can have a glass of water before bedtime. And every time I say that, I know people, <laughs> the first thing that go across people's mind, I have to go to the bathroom and drink a glass of water maybe an hour before you go to bed if you're one of those people or if, if it doesn't bother you, you can maybe just have a couple of sips of water or something like that. Um, so really just think about that aspect of your life. How does water work with you? How do you work with water? And we live in the water. Just work on releasing that fear. You don't have to go in a swimming pool. You could just spend maybe longer time in the shower. Wash your hands a little bit longer. Drink more water. You stay like that. Uh, next, fire, my favorite element. Uh, even though I am an earth um, element because I'm a Virgo, but my favorite element is fire. So the sun, uh, we can just close our eyes and imagine, you know, the beautiful rays of the sun just healing us, you know, relaxing us, getting our vitamin D. You know, of course, you don't want to be in the sun too long, but you just want it, it, to, it's nice to watch the sun eyes. If you look closely, you will see a rainbow. You will see the different colors, like your chakras, and I love it. So I wanted the sunrise as another way you can increase your spirituality because, again, you're reconnecting with nature, the elements, all you're not taking a deep breath, not realizing the beauty that's around you. So when you are consciously soaking in the sun rays or watching the sun rise or figuring out another candle, you just watch the flame, you know, flicker about. When you do that, you are igniting the transformation that's going on in you, that transformative quality, because that's what is really about us, this predominant trait, the transformation. When when something goes through the fire, it's not the same. You know, you burn paper, it's now ash. If you boil water, it's, it's, now, it's different. It's no longer that cool, stale water. It's hot. It becomes steamy. You know, it's different. So this is really you transforming each and every day. And it's true. You're not the same person you were five minutes ago. You know, you're now five minutes older, okay? You're now more aware because you're listening to this show, whether it's now or via a podcast later. So this is all ways that this element helps you. And the more you connect with water, fire, and then earth and air when I talk to, when I talk about them in a little bit, the more you connect with them, the more you connect with yourself. It's almost as if you're becoming an avatar, right, like in the, the cartoon when when uh, the, the characters really embrace uh, certain elements, you know, maybe they're from the fire nation or, you know, the earth tribe, whatever. They, they really practice using their skills, and once you practice, you know, working with water and fire, earth and air, you really just are more in sync with that element. And when you work with it, say, maybe later on, maybe you might give it a break. You might not do as many um, workings with water. And you come back around, you might discover something new. You know, oh, you know, I could do this, or I learned this, and I feel like this when I don't do um, my meditations or rituals or whatever it may be. So with fire, you're really invoking um, your transformative quality. Next is earth. And this is about grounding. And as I was saying in the beginning of the show, when we get so caught up in our work, school, doctor's appointments, food shopping, clothing shopping, other activities, maintaining our various relationships, you know, sometimes our spirituality gets put to the side or it's there, but not as predominant as it should be. And here's where working with the element of earth daily will help you to increase your spirituality. So what can you do? Well, you can have a plant in the home, a flower, uh, you know, bamboo, something like that. Um, if you're allergic, like, oh, no, I can't have flowers, I'm terribly allergic, et cetera, et cetera. Okay, 
maybe you can go to uh, the beach. I mean, sand, while people don't think about it as relating to the earth, you know, I think it's very grounding just to sit there on the beach, you know, watching the waves, listening to the waves, enjoying that breeze that is so grounding to me. It's very wonderful. For those of you who aren't near the beach, see, I think of a lot of things. For those of you who aren't near the beach, you can have um, uh, you can have a, a video where you can watch uh, different video meditations for grounding. YouTube has endless amounts of videos for you to help you to ground, to ground yourself. So if you're one of those people who, <laughs> like my best friend, who when she meditates, she just falls asleep, I was going to suggest the grounding meditation when you, you imagine roots coming from the soles of your feet going down to the center of the earth and you're reconnecting, you know, all that greatness. That's good for a lot of people. I like to do that. But uh, for those of you who just, you know, can't get that meditation <laughs> down, it just won't work. You can look at videos. You can... Um, or you could just download an audio, you know, and just listen to it. You don't have to look at the videos. But there's multiple ways you can ground is what I'm saying. As with with, with uh, the element of fire, it's not as accessible, you know, especially if you're a younger person and you're just starting to work with the elements. You want to be cautious because fire is very can be very dangerous, as with water. But with earth, you can you can really do a lot with um with uh, uh that that workings also i've seen people do do this actually i saw a gentleman um about two weeks ago he was just walking barefoot he had his shoes in his hand and he was just walking on the concrete barefooted and i've seen people walk on the grass barefooted because it's very grounding but i haven't seen a person do that on concrete so that was interesting so maybe he was getting in touch with uh his his you know, grounding roots. I don't know how that works on the concrete, but that's what he was doing. Uh, next is air. I always, always, always suggest to people to take a deep breath. We took a deep breath in the beginning of this show. And when people come to me and, you know, they're a little frazzled, they don't know what to do, they're in a situation and it's just confusing, they're at a crossroads, you know, all this stuff <laughs> that's going on. The first thing I, you know, I say is take a deep breath. You know, just take that deep breath. That's exactly what you need to really start off your day because you know what you have to do. You wake up and you know you have to go to work. You know, before you go to work, there's several things that has to be done. Maybe you had to prepare the kids' breakfast. Maybe you have to pick out your clothes, whatever the case may be. And if you're not going to work and you're retired, maybe there's something else that you do. What I'm saying is when you get up in the morning, you know that there are things you have to do. And there's a, a, a process, right? Well, before you even begin that, that process, I say take a deep breath. Especially if you're like me, who needs to remind herself where she is in the morning, because I have very vivid dreams where I'm at these different places, and it feels so real, and when I wake up, I don't realize that I'm in Philadelphia. I had to, you know, take inventory of where I am. Okay, I'm in, I'm in my room in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, in the United States. <laughs> so I just start small and work my way up. So this is how... I, the element of air can help you take that deep breath. And air, the element of air is also associated with wisdom, communication. So what you can do in addition to taking deep breaths to increase your spirituality daily is to write it out. You can write your thoughts. You don't have to keep these thoughts. You can just write it and burn the paper if you like. You can... Uh, talk about it. You can just look yourself in the mirror and discuss certain situations, how they will play out. There are lots of things you can do here, and um, I highly encourage it because just to talk things out, even if it's with yourself, you know, you can hear how you sound. You might say, you know what, that doesn't sound right. Just like when um, teachers, English teachers tell you to after you write your rough draft, read it out loud to see how it sounds or to hear how it sounds because 
it may sound right to you in your mind when you're writing. However, when you read it out loud, it doesn't make sense. So, you know, talk it out with yourself. You go, you're, you're experiencing a situation, say it. I don't understand what John is talking about. Every time we talk about a certain situation, he brings this up, and I'm not sure what he means, but uh, I'm, I'm getting a little bit offended, and I, I'm just, I just don't get it. I don't get it. I need to talk to him about this. So that would be step one. You're, you're literally saying out loud, you know what, I don't get it. You're not overlooking the issue. You're saying to yourself, I don't understand. So then you might have this conversation. You know, John, when you say this, I just don't, I don't get it, blah, 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 blah. And then maybe you can anticipate certain responses he may have. This is going to help you tremendously because you're not going to come from an emotional standpoint every single time someone may say something out of line or something you don't understand or if it's something you don't want to do, right, because you take your deep breath, you're going to talk about it out loud or maybe to yourself if you're <laughs> if you're at work and someone says something, you could just restate it in your mind and try to figure out exactly what that person means. But uh, what, what I'm getting at is, is that this is uh, how you can work with um, the element of air to increase your your um your your chances of being at a balanced state. All right, so so we won't have that crazy reaction, you know, get offended so easily when someone says something because they may not mean it. You know, sometimes people say things and we take it a different way without even realizing it. And I've seen it happen countless times where people say things and one person gets offended and it's really because they don't know the backstory sometimes. So uh, just a quick recap of the elements. You know, you have water, fire, earth, and air. And you can, again, you could take longer showers. You can soak in the sun rays. You can ground yourself via meditation and meditation videos. And you can um, take those deep breaths. These are simple, easy. It can be fun. You can sing in the shower. Okay, there are a lot of things you can do here. So next, uh, meditation and prayer. And I know I said earlier that, you know, for those of you who have issues, you know, with meditating, it just doesn't work for you, whatever the case may be, you know, you're just like, I don't know. <laughs> it's okay, I heard it. You know, people ask me, do I have to close my eyes when I meditate? Do I have to do this? And the answer is no. If that works for you, you can do it. Meditation Part of it really is just when we're at, at when our our brain is on a different wavelength, right? So it's like going from alpha to beta. When you're driving, you're, you're I don't want to say you're in a meditative state, but you're definitely your brave wavelengths are are different because you're you're more calmer. Unless you're experiencing road rage, but driving can be soothing to some people. Music can be soothing, but I'm not going to get too far into music because uh, I, I have another. Um, a tip for that one. But meditation and prayer. I have a book. Um, actually, let me pull it up on my phone before I get the title wrong. I have it on my Nook app here. And it is called... A book of pagan prayer and what it is is just that a book of pagan prayers but it also provides mantras for you um, ways you can create a, a, a mantra or um, other sayings and I really like it so there's um, sayings mantras so forth you can say to goddesses so I say one for Bridget and she's her element is fire um, there are different ones here. I'm going down the chapters because I actually read a lot from one chapter. But let's see. So there's a section how and why we pray, the basics of prayer, so words, posture, motion, dance, preparing for prayer, composing prayer, prayers itself. And then there's the prayers for morning, bedtime, night. So I, I really do like this book. For some reason, I thought it was a little book of pagan prayer. That's why I was hesitant to say the title, but it's a book of pagan prayer. 
Um, yeah, so that's one thing you can have. You can say your daily prayers. And what does this do? Oh, my gosh. This saying prayers, mantras, um, decrees, um, you know, meditating, not only does it increase your your level of intuition, you know, your ability, your abilities to be clairvoyant, claircognizant, and so forth, it just increases your perception of situations, period. So if someone leaves their paper in the printer, you know, they forget to pick it up, you're not going off the wall. You know, if someone cuts you off in traffic, you may be mad, but you're not about to go Texas Chainsaw Massacre, okay? So it's just <laughs> it, some of the things that seem so terrible but are really minuscule, you know, will not bother you as much. You'll get annoying, but it won't be the end of the world unless it is an event that is really serious. So I strongly suggest you don't have to get a book of pagan prayers. You might have your own book. You may say the rosary. You may say the violet flame decree. There are a lot of things you can do here, but just know that it's it is beneficial for you to do this. And a lot of prayers you can you can Google them. You know you don't see. So when I provide tips, I, I find the tips that are easy and actually free because. Sometimes when we had to go back to base or if we're just starting, we need it to be free in the beginning. We need to figure out what we're doing, and then we want to advance. Then we can spend the money for more um, more in-depth things. But, yeah, the prayers, mantras, all that greatness is something that you can definitely work on on a daily basis to help you increase your spirituality, your perception of situations, your reaction to certain situations, so you don't have to uh, be the one that always flying off the handle every time something uh, goes wrong. And actually, let's look up one. Let's, let's find one, let's see here, for an afternoon prayer. Okay, let's see. All right, this is a good one. Look up, look up at the glorious sun the world calls to me and says, look up. From high above, I can feel the heat descending, warming me as I walk here below. I wish to look up, but my eyes are not meant for such power. I will feel the warmth, though, and thank you, Lord Sun. And that's true. You don't want to actually look directly at the sun for too long, but you can look up and then, you know, as I was saying earlier, close your eyes and, and just feel the warmth of the sun, That those beautiful healing rays. I, sometimes I fall asleep, <laughs> you know, when I'm there, just, ah, it's beautiful. Okay, so next, connection, friends, family, higher self. This is um, something that you can also do on a daily basis, just talking, even if it's, a, if it's a small situation that bothers you, the small things can become big things. So if you have a situation, maybe uh, Jennifer says something a little snarky and you're just, you know, thinking, you know, I, don't, I really don't care what, that she said that, and you want to talk to your friend, you know, how should I respond to that? I'm not quite sure um, if she's saying that just to press a nerve button or if she, or that's just her being her. So, you know, friends, family, you know, you talk to your higher self. The great thing about friends is that you can pick them. So you can have a friend, you can have a best friend, you know, a, a person that you only talk to about, you know, deep personal things. You can have another friend that you talk to about, you know, certain situations at work or maybe uh, you're in, I don't know, uh, a um a sports league and you want to talk to them about your your team or something like that. So you ha- you can have different friends for different things and you can um you can figure out how you can talk to them about certain things. So just that ability to just talk it out is very helpful and you can experience the relief of not having something uh bother you for so long or 
you may forget it and ignore it, and then it, that emotion comes back to you a little later, and then you get mad all over again, and you think, I can't believe this, et cetera, et cetera. So having that connection with your friends and family, talking to them, uh, and I, I also strongly suggest for people to go on um, Facebook groups for connections because some people do contact me and say, you know, I really cannot talk to my family. And I have seen posts where people have stated that uh, they're glad that they're with this this group on Facebook because this is the the environment in which they can be them, themselves and express themselves and so forth. So I do suggest to people, you know, I haven't experienced a bad Facebook group. So I'm not saying that there aren't trolls, but the groups that I that I am in have been very supportive, understanding, helpful, so forth. So just for that sacred daily practice, you know, talk it out with people. You could do a search button, search or uh, type in the search box and for keywords that can help you um, figure out which group you like to join, but definitely go that route if friends and family aren't an option. So another way to increase your, you know, your spirituality on a daily basis is to, um, and I talked about this a little bit earlier, is to write, you know, sing, dance, and so forth. So these are really your passions. Whatever your passions are, make time for them little by little. And even little by little, I mean, if you can spare uh, three minutes, five minutes, and then let it gradually increase. That's what I did. Uh, and, the, and four years ago, when I first started my business, I was still in college. Um, actually, and I just got out of college. And no, actually, I'm sorry. Uh, 2000, yeah, I was yeah transitioning. So um, I didn't have that much money in the bank account. I was buying a little bit of crystals here and there. You know, I just was able to dedicate this very little time to what I wanted to do. But I knew it's something that had to be done. And I always stress the word make. You know, or the phrase "make time." I, I even stated in my book, I always say "make time" instead of "take time" because it feels like I have to take, you know, time from my day. I have to take it because I don't have time. But if I can make create time, that's perfect. It's adding on. So you know, think about what you can do, little by little, and then work your way up to the point where it becomes a majority of your day and you can make money off of, of your you know your passions, get that awareness and so forth. And this is great for your daily practices because in the beginning, maybe if you're a <laughs> if you like to doodle like I do, you know, you're just drawing my drawings, one of my drawings end up being my my company logo. So you are just dedicating more time to yourself. And when you do transition from, you know, that five minutes to an hour to a day, you can see that you are growing. People around you are acknowledging this. So you may attract even better people into your life because you are doing something that you truly love to do. You're dedicating enough time where you can see, you know, the the progress that happens and so forth. So this is huge to write, sing, dance, paint, you know, so forth. Whatever it is that you truly love to do, again, this uh, photography, oh, my gosh, it's a guy that I know, um, he takes the most beautiful pictures, and I asked him if he had a small business. And he said, no, he just does it as a hobby. And I'm thinking, oh, my goodness, this is people need to see his work. But he doesn't. He just does it just for himself. And that's fine if, if that's what you want to do is just for yourself. But I, I just feel like if you have something that's truly great, which um, his pictures were amazing, you know, show it to the world. And this is why I encourage people to, you know, write, sing, dance, because you are an inspiration to someone. You just don't know it yet. So once you put that out there, never mind the critics. There will always be critics. You know, if they have constructive criticism, that's perfect, but they don't, no one cares. <laughs> so, you know, you will be an inspiration for someone else. You know, your story will ignite someone else. So that's just um, some some uh, food for thought there. Um, next, give and receive. A reason why this is important uh, for my list of the, the daily uh, spiritual 
or sacred practices is because our whole lives are revolved around polarity, you know, hot and cold, male and female, talking about energy, male and female, dark and light, um, rich, poor, um, trying to think of other polarities, just a lot of different polarities, boy, girl, it's just always opposite ends. Giving and receiving is one of those polarities. We cannot give all the time and not receive, even if we are doing something good for someone and we don't expect anything in return. That's fine. We don't have to expect anything from that person. But if someone else comes to you and gives you a compliment, take the compliment. <laughs> That's your, your receiving. Sometimes people feel like they had to receive from that person or some other thought so when someone else comes along and, you know, tries to give, that that whole process gets canceled out. So just keep that in mind. <clears throat> Excuse me, when, when you're helping people, that's great. But sometimes, you know, you may need help too. So let someone else help you. It's okay. I saw the, a, a very good meme on Facebook, and um, it, it was a mother and son, and the mother's in the kitchen, and the son comes to the mom and he says, uh, can I help you? She says, no. And then the next uh, picture was, no one ever helps me. So, <laughs> you know, it's, it's the whole mindset. Like, oh, no, I don't need help. But then when you want it, like, oh, man, you know, no. So, again, change the mindset a little bit. It's okay to receive a compliment. Uh, and I see it so often, and especially and it, it especially with women, uh, just the other day, a woman at my job was complimented, and she just had this long story. Oh no, this is old. I gotta get. Just say thank you. <laughs> Someone liked it. So this whole giving and receiving, it's okay. It's okay. You know, just take that deep breath. And again, you can start little. You know, give. I don't know a lollipop to someone, and if someone wants to give, wants to buy you. Uh, a smoothie. Thank you. Thank you. Do that little by little. So that way, when you want to start your business, leave your job, move somewhere, and someone wants to help you do the research, you can accept the bigger things without feeling guilty or feel like you owe someone something or some other thought process that you had. Start off small. Next. Connect with the higher, uh, like your divine being, so your angels, um, spirit, fairies, whomever, goddesses, um, saints. I love reading stories about. I have a, I have this book called uh, Saints. It is a huge book. This book, I think it's twelve inches tall. Oh, the, the book is huge and it's thick, and it has endless stories about saints. Um, uh, the, how did uh, the patron saint of so-and-so is this, blah, 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 blah. It's so great to connect with different energies. And the more studying you do, the better you'll be able to pick up on different energies. Okay, th these are my angels. These are the archangels. This is Saint Joan of Arc. My, she's my favorite saint. This is Saint Joan of Arc working with me. This is Goddess Athena working with me. Once you figure out different um Vibration, you can understand. Oh, this is this is great grandmother. This is you know so forth and so forth. When you do this, again, you're just being more connected with not only what you see, but what you can feel. So many times I hear people um, doubt their feelings, or um, uh, for example, one person asked me, um, "How how do you know you're working with angels?" How did you know all this? And one reason is because I started doing my research. I used to see angels, or not used to. I, when I was a kid, I saw angels. Well, actually, it was an archangel. I didn't know what that being was until years later in my adulthood. I was reading up on spirituality, and I thought, oh, my goodness, that's what I saw. So once you start reading, doing your research, if it's anything you're interested in, in any, even if it's not spiritual beings, if it's herbology or, um, you know, studying crystals or uh, Reiki or something like that, just, you know, start to read that way you're, when you're connecting with these different energies, you can identify 
excuse me, the energies, and you'll be comfortable with that. And again, you're you're becoming more connected with what you can feel. And it has being involved in this world has a lot to do with feeling our gut instinct, how we feel when we walk into a room, how we feel when a person is talking to us and we don't want to talk to them. <laughs> so it's a lot to do with feeling. Get involved with your angels. Everyone is born with, uh, everyone is uh, given two angels. You know, your guardian angels, they're there to help you along your way. Work with them. How can you work with them? Well, you can uh, start off with meditation. You can just close your eyes, take a deep breath, and ask, okay, who are my guardian angels? What are your names? How can you help me? And if meditation isn't for you, a cool trick I did years ago was uh, I I sat down, took a deep breath, and I said, okay, I need to know my guardian angel name, at least one of them. And I turned on the TV, and it was commercial, and the word James kept popping up, James, 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 James. That's one way to do it. So this is all based on instinct. Go with what you feel is right. If you want to ask a question, open up a book page, you know, and so and so forth. If you want to consult a person, you can do that. But you can you can do this. You can, you know, ask the question and look for a sign. And again, this will help you with your feelings, getting reacquainted with yourself, more comfortable with your initial gut reactions, the, the thoughts, the feelings, all that. This is how it will help you. And also, these spiritual beings are here to guide you along your path. You know, so when when your path seems a little bit cloudy, you can't see but so far, they're there to help you. You know, take this route. Don't talk to that person. You know, do this. They're there to give you suggestions and advice and is all for your highest good. Uh, next, and I would say this throughout the show, read, 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 do your research. I cannot stress enough how beneficial it is to do the homework, <laughs> you know, to learn about the archangels, uh, fairies, the whatever it is you want to, you know, study, um, the different um, pagan holidays, if that's uh, what you follow, whatever it is, you know, uh, Reiki, whatever, definitely read up as much as possible. Shockers, I have so many books it's ridiculous and you can the great thing about books is that you can always go back and and reread them you know you could do a refresher course and that's what this show topic is about you know when you have to get back to basis you know remembering okay what are some daily spiritual practices that i can do you know to to increase my spirituality and this is why i pick ones that can be free i mean you can there are some books that you can uh, via share, I think through Amazon, you know, you can borrow books. You know, there are ways that you can start off doing this for free. You know, your own research, and then you can advance and get the training if you want and so forth. But to read is wonderful because it's really like going on a journey. You start off with one book, and then you may come across a topic that triggers uh, your your interest. And then you go search on another topic, another book regarding that topic, which can lead you to only spirit knows where, you know, interesting people, you know, uh, speaking engagements or uh, workshops where you can meet people, great people. You never know where it may lead you, but reading spiritual books or um, whatever the case may be. I have crystal books and I'm looking at one of my bookcases now um even working with your life path um past lives whatever the case may be it it will open up doors give you answers i was able to discover a lot about myself with books that i have read and i um i talk about that in past newsletters and radio shows and it's all very beneficial so keep that in mind um i like to write in books sometimes you know underline a few things Again, as a deli practice, this can help you. You can get books that talks about doing deli, you know, 365 uh, days of angel messages. You know, so it's really cool. You can definitely work from that uh, aspect. Next, get uncomfortable. Try something new. So this is um, now. This doesn't have to be a deli practice where you try something new. But maybe every other day you could try something new. You can try a new food, try talking to someone different. 
um, you know, try going a different route home. Uh, what I did on Wednesday uh, for something new, I took a women's self-defense class. And, oh, my gosh, the workout alone was intense. I mean, um, I was sore afterwards, and I am still sore. And, hold on, Firefox just crashed. I don't know if you can still hear me. But, yeah, so I was very sore, and even up to the next day, I am still sore. But what I'm saying is that it was a great learning experience for me. Um, the women were very helpful. I was able to connect with people. It was fun, and I learned a lot. So that is something that was new for me that I enjoyed, and I'm pretty sure I'm going to go back next week. That was something that was very new for me. It was out of, I was out of my element, but it was very fun. So why is that good for a daily spiritual practice? Well, when you're trying something new, it's always going to be uncomfortable, right? You don't know the people. I knew one person. Um, you don't know the people. You don't know the situation. You have an idea. But if you go, if you wait till you're absolutely, totally, 100% comfortable and you know everyone, you know everything about it, you're not enjoying the experience. You won't learn as much and you're really just robbing yourself of an experience. So try something new. Who knows where it may lead you. You may meet an interesting person. You might meet a famous person. You may um, just be able to take that that uh, that moment of solitude, or actually make a moment of solitude, right? Make that, that time of, um, you know, make that time to be all about you. So that's, that was really cool. Focus on doing something that's a little bit uncomfortable, something new. What I have noticed is that some people worry about looking silly if they try something new or um, just embarrassing themselves all around. That's okay. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Um, if you do by chance feel silly or you might embarrass yourself, I don't like to say try to laugh it off because at the time it's not funny. You know, you're just like, oh, I just want to go. I don't, I don't want to be here. Take a deep breath and think about the bigger picture. And, you know, you just say, hey, I, I tried something new and I'm being a little silly about it. What are you going to do? You know, you can make the blow less painful. You know, just I, I'm trying something new. I'm going to look. Or you can put that disclaimer out there when you get there. Hi, I'm the newbie, so if I look silly, I apologize ahead of time. You could do that, and maybe that can help you to not feel as out of place um, as as you're working, you know, and whatever the case may be. Like with me, I had to do um, this crazy squat, and I felt silly doing it because I, you know, I was I was looking at the mirror, and I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, this is how I look when I do this squat. <laughs> but... Hey, everyone was on a different level there, so it was fun. And, again, it, it was a very supportive environment, and I learned a lot. Last but not least, get comfortable. So first we're getting uncomfortable, and I want you to get comfortable again. And by this, I mean when everything is said and done in the day, you know, you, you went to work, you came home, you made dinner, whatever whatever you did, you made time for all your friends who needed time, Uh what is your your uh, your means of R and R rest and relaxation? For me, I like to watch cartoons on Netflix. <laughs> okay, I like to or detective shows like Rockford Files. I like to unwind that way, or or play Madden with my brother, something like that. So, how do you like to unwind? What is your most comfortable zone? Is it you in your you know pajamas eating ice cream? watching, I don't know, whatever show, is it you going out with your friends somewhere, you know, getting bloody margaritas, I don't know, <laughs> whatever it is uh, that's good for you, that's how you unwind, um, just focus on that, that's how you you can um, get comfortable again, and maintain that balance, and, and that's what it is about, you know, partially balance, you know, the whole giving and receiving as another balance, getting to rediscover yourself, etc. 
all all that is how you can do uh is how you can do a service to your spirituality so when you want to um get comfortable think about how you can do that by yourself with different groups of friends maybe with your family or maybe via a facebook group you know again i i can't stress enough the importance of facebook groups if that's what you need so if if you feel like oh the way I unwind is to go to spiritual connections, you know, supportive group on Facebook. That's perfectly fine. No one even has to know that, you know, this is what you do. That's how you unwind. That's perfect. And I encourage that. And I, I think that that's a great, um, a great way to help you maintain your balance. So, again, think about what's comfortable for you. And then if, if it's, Every Thursday night, you want to have game night. That's fine. That's how you unwind, and that's the most comfortable you are with your closest friends and family. That's perfect. If it's something that you want to do every night, you know, you come home and you say, okay, family, you know, mommy, daddy, you know, from 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 eight to nine o'clock, mommy needs to just relax in the bathtub. Don't bother me, <laughs> you know. Daddy needs to, from, you know, 8 to 9 o'clock, uh, be in uh, the, 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 um, the the living room to watch the the game on a big screen TV or in House Hunters or whatever. <laughs> okay. Uh, you know, you know to, to just put that out there. Like, from this time, do not disturb. <laughs> okay. This is my most comfortable time. And maybe you could do that once a week. And then, you know, Another time, so maybe you could do that on Wednesday. And then Thursday is, okay, from 8 to 9, this is family time. This is how we unwind. This is our most comfortable time. Everyone, turn your phones off. Don't check anything. We're going to play board games. We're going to order pizza, and that's what it's going to be. So, again, figure out how you can uh, be comfortable, and then make that time your sacred time. For example, me and my uh, best friend, our prime time to talk is the 11 o'clock hour to roughly 1 o'clock in the morning. That's our prime time. That's the time we talk. So time is midnight. So this is like our block time. We didn't officially make it, you know, like this is the time when we talk. It just so happens that when we talk, it is during this time, and it has been consistently during, you know, that, that block from 11 to 1 a.m. So, you know, think about that. That's another way you can make um, these these sacred practices benefit your your, uh, your spirituality. Um, just as a, a quick recap, you know, you have the elements you're working with, um, water, fire, earth, and air. Then you can meditate, you know, use your prayers, uh, mantras, affirmations, connections, your friends, family, and so forth, your passions. Uh, and then we want to be able to give and receive. Um, you want to be able to connect with divine beings. You want to, oh, you know what? Oh, my God, I just, I just skipped one. Jeez, wow. <laughs> okay, so work work it out. Um, exercising is, um, I actually have exercising and conscious eating. I can't believe that. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I wrote it aside. So, uh for uh, to, to exercise and and conscious eating, this is great because you're you're constantly moving energy. You don't have to um, go all out and exercise. And of course, you want to consult your you know your doctor and, and realize your limitations. But uh, exercising really helps you move the energy around you. And what I mean by that is when you're in motion, you're breaking up uh, that that psychic energy, that multi-layer energy, spiritual, emotional, physical, uh, even if you were to um, look at scientific reports where people feel better after they exercise, you could do that. It's really um, you changing your body um, chemistry in a way where you can feel stronger, endure longer, and so forth. So when you are working out and eating consciously, you're realizing what you put into your body, you're honoring your body more. And again, this is something that can be a, a daily practice for you. So exercising may be 
brisk walking, going to the gym, jumping jacks, jogging, whatever the case may be. Conscious eating could be drinking more water, involving more greens, purples, stuff like that. So uh, doing that really puts you into a a center-focused aspect of your life, your focus. This is how I want to look. This is how I want to be, you know. Again, working out, eating consciously, that's at your discretion. There are no guarantees, right? When you work out, it doesn't mean you're going to look like whoever you admire. You're going to look like you, you know. So you got to figure out what foods work for you, what exercising modality works for you, and and work from there. But doing that really just puts into motion a lot of things. You, you're you burning off calories. You're, you're just doing away with stuff that just isn't right for you. So that's the working out and conscious eating. And then you want to read, do a lot of research, um, get uncomfortable, try something new, and then get comfortable again by having your, your family time, time for yourself, and so forth. And that's all great things that you can do to benefit yourself. And we can take a deep breath. That's wonderful. So, again, when you want to focus on um, sacred spiritual practices, you know, to increase your spirituality, this is something, these are the tips that you can do on a daily basis for free. Um, You can involve people along the way to help you with this process. And then you can help other people who you may not know. So someone may just admire you from a distance and see, oh, wow, this is what, you know, Karen is doing. This is really good stuff. Let me um, try to follow her. She looks like she knows what she's doing. It, It looks like she's confident. And that, um, and that she's she's willing to help other people who want to learn about the process. So, again, you never know who you may help. Um, there's always room for improvement, as my mom would say. You can always improve. There's always something you can do, you know, to help yourself. And I and I say, once you help yourself, you know, you're just helping out the world because you, what you do will be felt, you know, around around the world. Especially you. Your immediate friends will will see and feel it, and then they will change, and someone else will change will see that, and so forth and so forth and so forth. So you can definitely keep that in mind when you go to um, to uh, do these practices on a daily basis, and working with you know the higher beings, divine beings, uh, you would just see that increase triple fold because it's really just like recruiting. Uh, a team, uh, you know, a spiritual powerhouse. <laughs> so, you know, keep that in mind when, when you do that. Awesome. And uh, just a recap of earlier earlier announcements. Um, I have two book signing events coming up. One will be at the Enterprise Center in um, University City on uh, next Saturday, which is uh, June 14th. And that's for the Philly Book Festival. And then um, June 21st, I will be at the University of Pennsylvania Bookstore doing book signing there. So hopefully I will see you then. Um, my book, To Be Goddess, is available for sale. You can go to violetsandrayspa.com forward slash books, and you can read some of the reviews there uh, and and get access to the book. You can get it on your Kindle or Nook, and uh, you can get physical copies of the book. So thanks again for tuning in. Um I love giving out these tips. They're they're fun. They're easy to do. They're free. It's really cool. So um I like to, to especially working with the elements. It's something that I love to do and working with divine beings. One of my favorite things to do. So again, uh you got those tips. Do them daily or however you see fit. And uh, I'll see everyone or talk to everyone next Friday. Have a great holistic weekend.
parts but can't get to a store right now head to o'reillyauto.com buy your parts online and pick them up in any of the 5000 o'reilly auto parts stores nationwide no shipping cost easy returns and convenient pickup on your schedule shop your way at o'reillyauto.com o'reilly auto parts better parts better prices every day oh 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 o'reilly 